Jeremy Neiser with you. Casey Sawyer from the Hillsboro Hops joins us today. The Hillsboro Hops are a minor league baseball team in Hillsboro, Oregon. Casey shares with us how he's been able to use awarity to get four to one and all the way up to five to one on his ad spend. We talk about what awarity is. Casey also shares his strategies to be able to get that four to one, five to one ad spend. He also talks about some of the data that you could see inside of awarity, including tracking ticket sales and more. Super special episode. If you're interested in learning more about Awarity, I'm going to put a link in the show notes and also contact information for their director of marketing. His name is Andy. Andy's helped sporting teams all across the country implement Awarity and help them get that 3 to 1, 4 to 1, and even in some cases 5 to 1 ROI. And it's very budget friendly as well. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Just make sure when you reach out to Andy, drop my name and that you've heard it from the Sports Marketing Machine podcast or Jeremy was talking about it. That way, he will actually put you in the queue of priority teams. Some teams take a little bit longer to implement, but when you're coming from the Sports Marketing Machine podcast or myself, he actually puts you in that premium priority list. So be sure to reach out to him and drop my name. Welcome to the Sports Marketing Machine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Neiser. Today, we've got a super special episode. Casey Sawyer from the Hillsborough Hops Minor League Baseball team has joined us to talk about awarity and how it's been exponentially great for them to be able to sell some tickets. Casey, welcome. Thanks for having me on, Jeremy. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you. So tell us, before we dig into Awarity, what it is, how it's been able to help you sell a lot of tickets this year. Let's talk a little bit about your background with the Hops. Sure, yeah. So uh, the Hops are in year 10 as a franchise. Uh, I've been fortunate to be around for all 10 of those years. Um, I've held a, a few different roles within the club. I, I was the uh, the clubhouse manager for uh, a handful of years, and, and uh, as I was finishing college, once I graduated, was able to come on a little bit more full time and and uh, have had the marketing role ever since 2018. So, for me, that that mostly means managing our our team social media pages, uh, managing our our advertising strategies, and um, still handling a, a handful of our player operation stuff. But specific to this conversation, uh, been been pretty hands on with our digital advertising since uh, 2018, 2019. And then you, you ran into this thing called COVID, which really just threw a monkey wrench into everything. And then teams are now even more scrappier than they were back in 2018, 2019, and 2020. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely uh, you know something that nobody can really prepare for, kind of having an entire lost year uh, from, a, from a game standpoint, but also from a revenue standpoint. So it really limited what we were able to do as we transitioned into 2021. Uh, we were pretty cautious. Um, you know, in our return to spending uh, on the advertising side. And I think one thing that was pretty unique for we're in we're in Hillsboro, Oregon. Um, Oregon was the last state to fully reopen uh, from a mm. from an attendance standpoint. So for the first half of our season, we were only allotted eight hundred and twenty five fans. Uh, that was all we were allowed in our in our outdoor building, which was basically our our season ticket base. So we really didn't have any need. For a long time to even spend on the advertising front, we had no tickets to sell. Um, you know, mm -hmm. in, in 2021. So once it fully reopened, I think 
um, we definitely saw a blend of people who were excited to get back out, but also people who were kind of cautiously re-entering the uh, the social world. So um, definitely happy to have you know that uh, you know the worst of that part behind uh, you know behind us for now. Um, mm-hmm. 2022 felt a lot more kind of normal, if you will, and, and then 2023 has been our best year since 2019. So definitely on the right track uh, as far as that goes. Fantastic. Well, it's great to hear 2023 has been a successful year for you. Uh, One of the things, uh, Awarity specifically, that's been a tool of yours, a digital marketing tool that you've been using to be able to sell more tickets. Tell us a little bit about it, when you started using it, and then we can kind of dig into some of the things, how it works and some of your strategies with it. Sure. Um, yeah, so we've we've been working with Awarity uh, since it was known as Sophos, uh, I believe, in the 2021 season as well. Um, for those unfamiliar, it's it's more or less just a digital advertising platform. So it allows us to um, upload creative assets. Uh, for the most part, we operate with with just still banner ads, um, and and they've they've proven to be pretty effective for us. So. We work with Awarity. They they place our ads on on various sites uh, in various sizes that we provide. Um, we have a pretty, I'd say, high level of, of customization as far as where we can place them, the types of audience that we're trying to reach. Um, kind of broken out by by different demographics, and so that makes it really easy for us to basically reach the customers that we're trying to reach. Um, you know. There's a lot of the the technical back end side of it that's that's not my forte, and luckily they take on a bulk of that. Um, you know, I think when I first started to interact with with Awarity and, and other groups like Awarity, there was a lot of conversation around this, you know, pixel placement. And for me, I, I was like, I don't have a I don't have a clue. I don't know what that means or, or where I would even go about mm-hmm. doing that. I'm not a, a coder, uh, but they make that part really easy, and I think that that's really helpful. And that basically is how you track your conversions and, and track your data. Um, as far as knowing if the ads have even been successful or not. So it's a it's a very important part of this, and, and they've made that really easy. Yeah, and I love the fact that you just brought up you can actually track conversions. So there's one thing seeing impressions and clicks, but actually seeing ticket sales come through, I mean, that's huge and tremendous visibility inside the platform. Oh, in- incredibly. If if we weren't able to justify the spend, if we, if we couldn't tangibly prove you know the ticket buyers and the conversions, It'd be really tough to justify the spend, right? We're just mm-hmm. throwing money out there, hoping it works. But now we can prove that it that it does have real effectiveness. Yep. So the uh, the exciting piece here: what's your ROI? Are you four to one, seven to one, four hundred to one? What where where are you living now? Sure. Uh, historically, with Awarity, we have been in that that four to five to one range uh, in 2021 and 2022. That is that is where we are at by year end. Um, as of now, th- this season it's a little bit lower overall. Uh, we're at 2.7 to one as it stands right now. Um, I think for us, some of the biggest changes that, that may have lowered that number um, historically, we don't really we haven't spent too heavy until we're into our say our primary months, so June, July, mm-hmm. August. Um, this year, I, I had an idea that I thought throwing a little bit more at it in the early part of the year um, might help us in, in some of those early games. And to be honest, our, our April and May attendance were up compared to years past. But I do think overall, um, you know, we're in the northwest region of, of the United States. We get a lot of rain. It's a little bit cooler in, in April, May. We're also only in our in our 
really our second season of playing as a full season uh, mm-hmm. affiliate. We used to be a short season program. We would play June, July, August only. And so just trying to build that top of mind awareness for folks that we're playing in April and May has, uh, we're still climbing that hill a little bit. So I think that has overall brought our, our return on ad spend down just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's too low. Like I'm not worried about it. It's still profitable and it's still a positive thing overall, but um, a little bit lower than it has been in the years past. It's great that you can put $1 in and get $5 back or put a dollar in and get $3 back. Sure. Any marketing platform that you can get 3 to 1 on or 4 to 1 or even 5 to 1 on, that's successful. So you're you're kicking butt doing really well. Let's talk a little bit about some of your strategies. Some of the things that I've noticed are teams can run just generic. Hey, we've got games during the season or we're in season, but sometimes you're you're specifically targeting promotions, right? Yeah, so you know, at the beginning of the year, we'll take a look at our promo calendar and, and try to highlight four or five that we know. You know, hey, if we if we advertise this right, like we're going to sell out, or we're going to have some of our largest crowds of the year. Obviously, there's games like the Fourth of July is going to sell out organically, right? Everybody and their mom mm-hmm. wants to come to the the Fourth of July game. That's just kind of part of your being a part of your community. But uh, games such as craft beer night or Star Wars night or you know, a beer stein giveaway or something like that that might take a, a Thursday from a 3,000 crowd to 4,500 um, or, or even over 5,000. That's that's what we're really trying to do. So um, we had really good success with our first craft beer night of the year. We had great success with Star Wars. Was It was a sold-out night for us in June. Um, I think we're currently running uh, creative for our second craft beer night of the year. Uh, craft beer in the state of Oregon is pretty pretty important um that's why you're called the hops hops. yeah exactly (laughs) it's it's a large part of the culture out on uh, in in oregon so we just try to highlight those ones specifically in general i i try to run two ad sets in tandem uh simultaneously one of them is a little bit more baseball focused so you know a nice action picture of of a player swinging or a pitcher you know throwing a pitch um with a little bit more exciting caption about you know getting out for the high level of baseball, then the other one is a little bit more fan focused or family focused, just about the atmosphere of the ballpark or coming out with your kids. Um, you know, kids can run the bases on the weekend games, whatever it might be. Um, and I think the other the other thing that I would say has been the most helpful for us is is having having these be time bound. So mm-hmm. you can always have an evergreen ad set that's just you know hey it's baseball season right and that's people will see it and that's good but we will always update our creative every two weeks that say you know hey the hops are home august 1st to the 6th so then that way they know like okay i've got these six days or five days to get to the ballpark um and that that sense of urgency has has definitely led to a a high an uptick in sales especially the week and the days leading up to uh that series uh, let's talk budgeting wise. If a team's going to start using Awarity, should they jump in and throw a whole lot of money in it, or should they start low and scale up? What what strategies would you recommend? Yeah, I mean, a lot of that can vary just by the organization and, and your overall uh, level of success. Um, I, I tend to put um, fifty to to sixty percent of my my annual advertising spend directly into the digital side of things. So. Um, speaking candidly, we work with the Warity. We do work with Quantcast, who, who is a Major League Baseball mm-hmm. partner. Um, we also just this year started working with um, a, a meta advertising firm called ClickUpon. 
Um, <laughs> they were referred to me by a few other minor league teams as well. And, and we've seen a lot of good success on that front, specifically in, in within Facebook. But mm-hmm. as far as specific to awarity, um, I'd say it's about 20 to 25% of our, our overall digital advertising budget that we throw directly at awarity. Um, you know, for us, uh, that's anywhere in the, the 20 to $30,000 range annually. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, if we're historically seeing a four or five to one, you know, return on that, that's 80 to, you know, $110,000, you know, in, in revenue. So it's definitely a profitable piece. And it's something that I would imagine we'll continue to do and continue to grow. Um, I think if we were consistently around the two to one return, I, I think two to one is kind of that make or break point where mm-hmm. you might be reaching people that you were already going to reach. Right. And so you're you may not need that spin. But once you get to that three and above, I think you're reaching new fans and you're getting people to the park that may not have otherwise come. Yep. Yeah. So, so typically when I think about it, you, you try to get to that three to one and above because in some cases you got to take out commissions and some of the bonuses and some of those things and you're really back to almost break even. So you it, it almost doesn't make sense. Anything above three to one is where I kind of give the thumbs up. So I agree with you 100%. So let's talk off season because we've been focusing, you're running them for single game tickets. What are you going to do on the off season? Are you putting some dollars towards promoting season tickets or corporate outings or uh, groups or whatever it may be? For sure. Um, kind of like I, I mentioned a little bit ago, we, we didn't start, uh, we started our advertising spend as of March 16th this year with our, our first home game was April 8th. Um, so basically about a month or so, three, three to four weeks ahead of our actual season. Um, and that was a lot more single game driven. I, I think just based on some of the historical data that I've seen, we don't have the largest success when it comes to advertising plans necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think we'll we'll more post those organically on our on our social media pages, and it's a lot more just hand to hand combat from our sales staff. Um, we tend to just predominantly focus on on single games with with mm-hmm. from a digital perspective, as far as what we're paying. Um, I would imagine. Uh, Probably that March timeline, I think, is really when our sort of our advertising calendar is sort of that March into September um, for us. And that, that seems to be the most successful. So as far as the offseason goes, we're definitely we're pushing mini plans once we, once we get into January. October is, is really like the group renewals and new groups mm-hmm. uh, can, can book for the park. Um, but we're, we're heading towards a new ballpark project. Uh, we're hoping for a new ballpark by 2025 is, is where we're, we're aiming for. There's some new... Uh, Major League Baseball standards that we need to, um, you know, meet, and so for us that actually does mean a, a new ballpark. Um, in saying that, we're definitely very prioritizing revenue, and, and you know, mm-hmm. any way we can. Obviously, we're uh, we're we're looking at a 120 million dollar ballpark project. So anything we can do to uh, to drive revenue and and minimize our expenses is is especially crucial at this point. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. As you start getting closer to it and it's officially announced and groundbreaking and what have you, you start running ads for season ticket deposits. Yeah. You could probably, you, you, you hit your email list, you've posted on social media, maybe you're running meta ads or not, but you could also do this and that's a nice way to be able to capture the fun of the folks. One of the other pieces that I love about Awarity is that 
you can actually, um, you, you, you have different audiences that you hit. You can hit people that are currently in your email list. You can upload those, target them. You also have the ability to target uh, websites and communities, zero in on specific zip codes. But the one that I really find the most impactful, and, and I'm curious if it's just the same for you, is uh, retargeting website visitors. So typically a website, sports team website, converts at about 25 to 3%, which means every 100 people to come to the website, only three people buy something. But this retargets them, and that's what I've seen so impactful for a lot of the teams. Is that the same for you? Yeah, the retargeting is, is typically going to be your, your highest level of success. And, and you know, if, you're, if you're unfamiliar, it's, it's basically the folks that are already looking or, or have expressed interest, right? So um, they may be looking for your schedule, and then they get served an ad for your game. You're already top of mind. They're thinking about you already. Um, you know, that's more, as you would say in marketing, kind of down the funnel, uh, you know, advertising. Mm -hmm. and, and those are always going to be successful for us. So I think we see a good amount of success just sort of broadly reaching our area. Um, at the beginning of our campaign every year, we do upload our most current, you know, customer database list. So that's all of our zip mm -hmm. codes and, and emails, things like that. Um, we also specifically provide to Awarity our top 10 to sometimes 15 zip codes in terms of, of sales. And so we know those are going to be areas of success for us. And, and so we'll, we'll serve more ads in those areas. Um, definitely picked, I think, two websites specifically that, that we wanted to be running on. And, and for us, that was our um, Oregon Live, which is the largest mm -hmm. you know, newspaper, basically, news outlet within the state of Oregon. Um, so folks who are going to read the, the sports section or just check out events in the community, ideally we should be, be serving some ads on there too. So um, having the ability to, to coordinate that through Awarity has been outstanding. Yeah, fantastic. They also have the option of CCTV. Have you taken advantage of that, just running pre-roll ads? Not through Awarity, no. Um, we, okay. we had a deal last year. We, we did some stuff uh, via Comcast's advertising wing and um, kind of to the point we touched on earlier, it was a lot harder to justify the spend. We, we mm -hmm. weren't actually able to see direct conversions. I mean, you could see an uptick based on certain games that we did advertise, but there was no direct correlation. And I'm a very data-driven person. If I, mm -hmm. if I can't prove the return, it's a lot harder for me to, you know, you have your gut feeling and you like, eh, it goes well, it doesn't go well, but I, I really like to have that data to help support those decisions. Yeah, a lot of teams get caught up with impressions, and that's just the sheer volume of how far it's been reaching. Right. At the end of the day, we're our job is to sell more tickets. So, so impressions are great, but it doesn't tell us the whole story. So, uh, I'm glad that you're you're very data driven oriented and focused on how am I going to sell more tickets today using a lot of these digital marketing efforts. So, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, is there anything confusing or misconceptions or some things that you dig into it and you're like, hey, this may be a little bit more advanced than folks who are just getting into it when you start working in the platform? And how do you kind of work through those? I know they have a great customer success team right yeah yeah the the team there has been outstanding you touched on you know andy earlier um just being a very very fun and charismatic guy uh we work with david uh most often i'm not sure how many different reps they have but he's he's been assigned to us and hopefully i haven't been too much of a of a pain for him but um <laughs> i think there's a lot available on the platform and, and honestly it just takes a little bit of time to sort of dive in and, and see what's all available to you um I remember the first month or so I, I was emailing David like, hey, how's this ad doing or how, you know, are we getting conversions on this? And he's like, 
you know you have that all available to you right and he was actually you know he showed me we had a we had a zoom call or whatever and, and he was showing me you know here's where you can actually access your own data and, and that for me was a game changer um and and it and it refreshes daily so to be able to see every single day how your ad sets are performing by individual ad and and also by the by the strategies that you've implemented so you can look at we wanted to hit these two websites. How's that performing? We wanted to reach mm-hmm. our area broadly. How's that performing? And so to have it broken down and, and segmented by those categories has been extremely helpful for us in forming new decisions and building new ad sets as we move throughout the year. Yep, yep. And I, I think the, the, the piece of this is, hey, it's driving conversions, you're tracking, but it also, awarity is short for awareness, so it's driving a lot of awareness about what your game, when you have games and promotions and what have you, so it's like a double whammy. It isn't just a direct call to action like you would send out in an email, right. but this is actually driving a tremendous amount, and it's not within the Google platform. This is its own platform. Google tends to have a lot of bots that click on there what right. have you so uh, on there is it, it's been great to be able to see a lot of this so that the, those are my kind of two perspectives on it yeah I mean it, it feels authentic the the data is matching our, our real life ticket sales so you know it's not like we're seeing millions of dollars of revenue on the platform that we're not actually getting in real life it feels it feels pretty spot-on yeah, fantastic. Well, Casey, appreciate the insight here. If people have questions about awarity, how it works, I'm sure they can reach out to you or I, but I'll put your, your email in the show notes if, if folks had some questions about it and tag you in the LinkedIn posts and all these other ones. But uh, congratulations on finding a tool that gets you to sell a lot of tickets and you know what the ROI is. And that's all always been the hardest part, specifically working in minor league baseball, of figuring out where the ROI is coming from. So high five to you and the team there. Uh, we appreciate it, but a, a lot of kudos to uh, to David, Andy, and, and the Awarity team for sort of cracking the code and, and helping teams to get a, a good return. So I uh, appreciate you having me on today, and, and uh, uh, good luck, I guess, with the rest of the, uh, the guests.